You're listening to the Amicus Juris Podcast. This podcast was born out of the passion and vision of bright minds in the pursuit of sharing knowledge to a much wider audience and to make simpler legal jargons. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Blessy, and together with my co-hosts, JP, we will be discussing complicated legal issues in simple terms. Before we start, we would like to thank all those who listened to our pilot episode. Yes, good evening, Blessy. I'm really glad to be back for episode two. For tonight's episode, we will discuss homosexuality as a ground for declaring a marriage null and void. Homosexuality and LGBTQ rights have been the talk of the town lately. It is but timely and relevant to discuss the effect of homosexuality in the institution of marriage. We are lucky to have our legal expert, Attorney Salvador Alba, back on the show tonight. We will be asking Attorney Alba if the homosexuality of a person has any legal repercussion on his marriage. Specifically, can the homosexuality of a married person affect his marriage or even be a reason for its dissolution? Let's listen to the story of Maria, a 49-year-old and a mother of two. She is a doctor and so is her husband, Boyet. Let's listen to her. My name is Maria. I am a physician by profession and married to a fellow physician for 15 years. We have two wonderful children and living in what some people consider a privileged lifestyle. No question about it, my husband Boyet and I are workaholics and are currently at the pinnacle of our medical careers. Before I proceed, let me tell you how I met my husband. We were both working at the same hospital. Boyet, who is five years my senior, was the head of our department and had developed a fondness for me. At first, I shrugged off his flirty ways, as I was told he was, you know, homosexual. Of course, I entertained that thought, as who would still be single at his age? But as we worked together and became closer due to the assignments at the hospital, I found Boyas to be a very sensible person. It was not long when he became my boyfriend. Our relationship seemed perfect as we were on the same wavelength. It was not long until we planned our wedding as we were both already of the right age anyway. The first years of our marriage was picture of a marriage made in heaven. We were happy. When we had our children, everything seemed perfect and I could not ask for more. However, Boyet's kind and gentle demeanor did not last long. In the public eye, he was the picture of a perfect husband and father. This was not the case in his private life. At home, Boyet was a harsh disciplinarian, unreasonably meticulous, easily angered. Boyet's unreasonable way of imposing discipline on our children 
was the cause of our frequent fights as a couple. I also complained about the fact that this was in a stark contrast to the lavish affection that Boyet has for his mother. Because of this, I secretly began to despise my husband's deep attachment to his mother and his dependence on her decision-making that affected our family. Then, the incident that began the route to Calvary for our marriage and family happened. One day, while going over his things, I chanced upon pornographic magazines depicting homosexual acts. When I confronted him about it, he denied owning these magazines and went into rage. He insinuated that some of his colleagues at the hospital may be poking fun at him and slipped those materials in his bag. As I cannot comprehend the situation, I chose not to make a big fuss about it. I was not only thinking about myself, but my two children who deeply respect their father. Because of what happened, I became suspicious of my husband's peculiar closeness to his male companions. My suspicions were again aroused when I caught him in an indiscreet telephone conversation, manifesting his affection for a male caller. I also chanced upon his cell phone messages, texting a male contact late at night. But again, I did not confront my husband yet, because messaging people at night is a common practice in our profession. When I stalked this person's profile on social media, I found out that he is also a physician and that he is a homosexual. What more? He is FB friends with my husband and was working in one of the hospitals where my husband also goes to work. This led me to do some sleuthing and I visited my husband while on duty at the said hospital. And true to my suspicions, I caught my husband kissing this person inside a doctor's lounge. When I confronted Boyet, he denied everything. At this point, I decided to leave our house with my children. Since then, my husband stopped giving support to our children and demanded that we return to our home. My question is, is my husband's homosexuality enough reason to ask for the dissolution of our marriage? It is really sad to listen to Maria's story. I mean... Who would imagine that doctors in the heights of their careers will encounter this kind of problem in their marriage? What do you think, partner? Maria's suspicions may be reasonable, but granting that Boyet is a homosexual, how will this affect their marriage? Let us ask the opinion of Attorney Alba on this matter. Good evening, Blessy and JP. It is good to be back in the podcast. There is a similar case decided by the Supreme Court about the alleged homosexuality of the husband as ground to declare the marriage null and void. However, the Supreme Court ruled that homosexuality alone, if ever it is even proven by a preponderance of evidence to exist, cannot dissolve a valid marriage. To be able to constitute a ground for the solution of her marriage, Maria has first to prove by a preponderance of evidence the fact that her husband is a homosexual. From there, she has two options. First, 
she can file a petition for declaration of nullity of their marriage under Section 36 of the Family Code. This is after she can prove that her husband's homosexuality constitutes psychological incapacity to comply with his marital obligations. In doing so, Maria has the burden to prove that the psychological incapacity must be grave and serious such that the party would be incapable of carrying out the ordinary duties required in a marriage. She should also prove that the psychological incapacity should be rooted in the history of the party antedating the marriage, although the overt manifestations may emerge only after the marriage. Lastly, she must prove that the psychological incapacity must be incurable or even if it were otherwise, the cure would be beyond the means of the party involved. Aside from filing a petition to declare the marriage void on grounds of psychological incapacity of her husband, Maria can also ask the court to dissolve her marriage due to vitiated consent. To do this, she must prove through a preponderance of evidence that her consent to marry Boyet was vitiated by fraud. Specifically, Maria must prove that Boyet is a homosexual and that he concealed this from Maria at the time of their marriage. The public's perception of Boyet's sexual preference must be proven by corroborative evidence. Maria should not merely take cognizance of her husband's peculiarities and interpret the same against his sexuality. Even assuming, for the sake of argument, that Boyet is a homosexual, it should be noted that this alone is not a ground to annul his marriage with Maria. The law is clear. A marriage may be annulled when the consent of either party was obtained by fraud, such as concealment of homosexuality. It must be proven by preponderance of evidence that Boyet was a homosexual at the onset of his marriage. The fact was deliberately hidden from his wife. It is the concealment of homosexuality and not homosexuality per se that vitiates consent of the innocent party. Such concealment presupposes bad faith and intent to defraud the other party in giving consent to the marriage. Thank you very much, Attorney Alba. Once again, we were enlightened by your explanation. It is good to know that those in unhappy marriages can still find a way to get out of it. In the case of Maria, she has to prove either one of the following. First, that the homosexuality of her husband is a manifestation of his incapacity to fulfill his marital obligations, or she can prove that the fact of her husband's homosexuality was deliberately concealed from her. The concealment of this fact vitiated her consent to enter into the contract of marriage. Well said, Blessie. I truly pity Maria and her children. 
they do not deserve the situation they are in. However, our laws on marriage offer remedies for Maria to get out from such situation. She just needs to comply with the legal requirements in order to avail them. That is all for tonight's episode. Thank you very much for listening. We hope that we're able to enlighten you on legal issues pertaining to marriage and homosexuality. Once again, we are your hosts. This is Blessy and JP wishing you a good night and hoping to be with you soon in our next episode. Stories discussed in this podcast are inspired by real cases decided by the Supreme Court. The opinions and views of the guest lawyers are their own personal analysis and views on the featured topic. Any comment about the podcast episodes may be sent to Amico's Juris Facebook page.